Random Art Tips and Rambles with Rafi. Hola, you amazing artist. This is Rafi. And Klee. Today we are going to talk about social media and the shoulds and should-nots of social media, uh, according to Rafi and Klee. And addressing whether consistency really is king. Right. <laughs> uh, so our question comes from Esther Jones, and her website is estherljones.com. She listens to our podcast, watches our YouTube vids, and is our patron on Patreon. Her question is, I've heard that if you expand your works into a medium subject process that is totally different from what you usually do, you should be careful not to confuse your collectors by posting the new art along with your more well-known art. Consistency is key, they say, and keeping your Instagram feed as consistent and beautiful as possible is important, they say. How do I then market a new line of creations? Should I start a different website, Facebook fan page, and Instagram account? And my my answer to this question is, uh, if you want to, I've seen plenty of artists do that, uh, and I've seen artists not do that. Yeah. So I figure we could talk about what we've done, what we do, what we've seen people do. I mean, we would be uh, the artists that don't do that. Obviously, when it comes to doing your marketing on social media, there's a bunch of shoulds and should nots and, and you know, things that you should do, things that you shouldn't do. And then you look at some pages and like they're the anomaly, right? There's a bunch of people that don't follow the rules, don't post consistently, don't do this or don't do that, mm -hmm. and they get a huge following anyway. Yes, consistency definitely does help. I'm a big fan of being consistent, but consistency means, you know, that you maybe post once a week or you right. post every other day or you post every day or you post twice a day. That's where the consistency comes in. As far as consistency with your content... Esther, if you look at uh, my Instagram feed, um, I'm all over the place. I'm talking about artwork. I'm talking and, – and because I have different styles, like I talk about artwork in one style and then I talk about artwork in another style or uh, we're doing videos or music or just random things. Yeah, I was going to add to that. Because we've chosen to make our social media about us and who we are and the studio – then kind of anything that's happening in the studio is what we post. Yeah. And, and anything that's happening outside the studio as well. Yeah. So, for example, like, if you want to be known just for one thing on your website, and that's that's important to you, that that one style or one thing is only what you're known for, then, yeah, I would suggest getting a different website. For me, personally, um... I don't think that you really need to do that. Um, I've seen a lot of artists open separate social media accounts. Um, I did. I opened a separate music page and then a separate jewelry page. And then what I found was like I didn't want to manage all those pages. And pretty much I just let the music one fall by the wayside. So I've decided instead of it being so rigid like Cleangelique Jewelry, this is about jewelry, it's about nothing but jewelry, for it to just be Cleangelique, and whatever Cleangeli is doing, whether it's music, jewelry, needle felting, some weird experiment, our collab lab, whatever it is. And, you know, if that's not the flavor that some people like or want to see, then whatever, they can move along. Yeah. But I can also understand the artists that do want to have the cohesive look on their so social media page. And, you know, perhaps in those cases, it would be a good idea. I've seen artists have multiple 
uh, Instagram accounts and manage them. And that's just fine. So it's really kind of what you're choosing, how you're choosing to represent yourself. Is it about you and everything you're doing? Or is it about a specific type of work for you? A lot of the artists that we follow, some of them have a cohesiveness. Like the pictures are basically all around the same color scheme. You color know? palettes, yeah. The color palettes and, and everything. So when you're looking at their pages, their pages are very pretty. That's very attractive. It is. Uh, it's nice for, to look to, at. To look at. But in all honesty, uh, you're right. As far as like managing several social media accounts that's a pain i just recently had done the the twitter page for the goggles and i am constantly forgetting me too that that is there because i'm busy creating art and doing stuff so social media is a very secondary thing uh, from what i do personally i find it hard to keep up with just the basic social media presence and so it works for me the common denominator on social media for me is me Right. Whatever me has to offer on that particular day. And if you look at my Instagram or my Facebook, some people might say it's all over the place. Yeah. But, and, uh, and when you look at our website, our website, what do we do? We have music. We have uh, art. We have jewelry. We have uh, the motivational MP3s. We have pillows and mugs and t-shirts and yes and so basically everything everything that we design and create just gets thrown in there and on top of that we have like our podcast we have our youtube videos we have you know because that's all part of one cohesive story to me Mm -hmm. because the website is about us and who we are and what we create absolutely now here's the thing what we chose to do with our website was to give everything a separate section. Yes. Um, and Esther, I think you could probably easily do that with your website also. Uh, have your works collected into sections for each type of work that you do. And that way, that way the customer, when they're visiting your website, our website, someone's website, if they want to, if they don't want to browse all the things, they can just choose what section they're interested in. And go to that section and see what's in there. That to me makes it easy for the collector. And it also makes it easy for you to group and show your work. You have, uh, Esther, you in particular, you have a common theme of sharing beauty into the world, uh, making connections with people and, you know, uh, making a difference with art. So that's kind of your common denominator thread. So any way that you express that, I think, is perfectly acceptable. Anything that she creates is going to be part of that. Yeah. You know, so like it's kind of like us. Our tagline is inspired by the stuff of life. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much, you know, whatever it is that inspires us. Um, we have out there, and you're right, we have different sections for different things. I think our website is kind of a behemoth because we do so many things. It's huge. I mean, we have sections within sections because it's like, well, what are you interested in? Are you interested in the patron content? Are you interested in our secret band? Are you interested in shopping our wares? If so, are you interested in Rafi's art or Klee's art or both? Are you looking for a goggles? Uh, are you looking for a way that you could listen to our podcast? So it's like we have all the sections within the sections and it's quite complex. It doesn't need to be like that. But I will say I don't necessarily enjoy the browsing experience when an artist has one page and has all different kinds of things just on that page. Oh, absolutely. It makes it difficult to navigate. So I highly, highly recommend 
putting your types of work into their own sections. And remember, you guys, this is like our perspective on how we approach uh, our social media pages or our website. Really, it comes down to what your preference is, what it is that you want to do with your social media or your website. It is a personal choice. And essentially, when you are doing things your way, whether or not you want to create a separate website for um, the separate products that you're doing or simply creating the, the different pages for them. Cause like with my artwork, um, they're different series. And so I have a page, uh, that separates the different series because they are slightly different styles to one another. And so like that's, that's the way that I look at it because it's still my artwork. But for some people, they may want to create a completely different site for stuff. Yeah, and that's understandable too. I mean, so if you look at even our YouTube presence, we do have two YouTube channels. A lot of you are familiar with our main channel. Um, some of you are familiar with our vlog channel. Some of you may not know about that, but we decided to separate the main channel and the vlog channel into their own kind of thing. One of the reasons that I had done that was because I wanted to separate the main channel uh, from the content that we post on Patreon. Right. So it was just easier for me to have the two channels and, and do it that way. Yeah. So that's something to think about also. What makes more sense in your brain jar yeah. uh, to do if it's easier and it makes more sense to you to separate things on social media then most definitely, by all means. Yeah, and and that's one of the main things too, Esther. It's really just make it as easy as possible for you because as long as you're putting the content out, out there, if it's easier for you to manage it by having two social media accounts, then most definitely do it that way. Um, but if it's easier for you just to introduce the stuff, because I think about it this way, you already have collectors, um, and a lot of people will say like, well, you don't want to confuse them with whatever. It's like that you're, you're the people that, that collect and buy from you aren't going to be confused because you're introducing something new. Um, just introduce it, like use social media, not as this, like I'm showing my work and this is the consistency behind my work. Use it more as your personality of like, Hey guys, I'm really excited about this new series. This is a, this is a new thing that I'm creating. And what a great way to introduce it, not only to the collectors that already collect from you or the people that already follow you. Um, but instead of like having to create a brand new page from scratch and reinvent the wheel every time you roll out a new series, I honestly think because I've heard it a lot. That, that term, don't confuse your collectors. And I'm like, honestly, I don't think your collectors are that easily confused. No, they're and not. I, I, a lot of my peeps that follow me on social media, um, they want to see what I'm doing, even if they began following me for jewelry, right? And I just recently introduced uh, furry goggles. Right. And... A lot of them are very excited about furry goggles. I got zero backlash from anyone saying, like, this page is about jewelry. That's why I joined. I wouldn't like to see them. And ultimately, I had to make the decision, like I had said earlier, what's my legacy, if you will? Like, is it jewelry? Is that what I want to be known for, for being a jewelry artist and being really good at it? Or is it more like I just want my legacy to be who I was and what I was doing, whether right. it's needle felting, music, jewelry. And I decided for myself that was more my style. I just want my story to be 
me as a multimedia artist and whatever I'm doing. Um, not so focused, not so laser focused on one particular thing. Same. Yeah. Same. Now that's a that's a personal choice. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm that, not saying it's right. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. Uh, pretty much, you got to decide, Esther, what it is that you want to do and what's easier for you. Because remember, like uh, managing social media, managing anything on social media, doing YouTube videos, uh, doing this podcast and stuff, that uh, needs to be seen as part of the creation as well. Because if not, what you're doing is you're taking time away from your creation. So it's one of the reasons that when I do post to social media, um, I, I have always said, like, I just use social media as a record of what I've done, something that I could refer back to. And it's my way to be able to share what I've done with other people. And because I don't want to just be remembered for my paintings, I want to be remembered as a creative, like as a full on creative and share everything that I do with, with my, with my following. And some people will enjoy the videos. A lot of people just want to see the paintings. Some people enjoy the, the music. Some people enjoy the goggles, whatever it is that I'm creating. Some people enjoy it. Then people that, you know, are like, Oh, I don't care about that. They, they just won't like it. The other beautiful thing about social media is that it's fast. If somebody doesn't like a picture, they're just going to scroll on by it. Like, yeah. I've hardly ever seen people be offended by various types of content coming from any one artist. They just move along if it doesn't catch their attention. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's quite rare, even though Instagram is all about the cohesive page, right? right. Your cohesive page, if someone looks at your page... How many times do you really go on a page and scrutinize the overall look of it? Mostly yeah. you're just scrolling through the timeline. Yeah. Are you not? Yeah. So, I mean, I do go on people's pages and look. And when it is cohesive, it's very lovely. But it doesn't really influence my decision about whether I'm going to subscribe to them. As far as, like, the suggestions that they're giving, yes. Because if you are putting on a presentation of – which is what a lot of marketing is. Like, a lot of marketing is, let me present this to you so that when you look at it, you've got eye candy – and and then you're more likely to subscribe, you know, like the the whole concept of that. And that makes sense. But I think, uh, Esther, because we're not really, I, I mean, with Clee and I, we don't really do the whole marketing thing. We just kind of make it as easy for ourselves as possible. I don't like marketing myself, but I do love sharing what I do. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant. Now, it is effective to do that, to have a cohesive page. But it's also very effective, as we've seen, to do what Rafi is doing. Right. Me, I do everything wrong on social media. <laughs> I post like once a month. I post whatever it is is going on. I mix my jewelry and art studio stuff in with personal stuff. There's like pictures of us at your brother's wedding. Yeah. Um, I just, I basically do everything wrong. And most of the people that come find me on, like, Instagram are really people that watch the YouTube channel. And so I'm like, I'm just putting whatever on there. If I was trying to market the Klee Angeli jewelry brand, and that's where my focus was, I would not, I would probably not approach it that no, way. No, no. It would, it would be all, it would be very jewelry centric. You would want to make sure that your uh, pictures were all cohesive yeah. and that there was like whatever, you know, whatever story it is that your brand is saying and all that stuff. And like, 
And that's what I mean. That's why it's a personal choice. Like Esther, you got to decide, like, are you marketing your work um, or are you just sharing the fact that you're an artist? Right. Uh, because a lot of people approach social media, any social media, as just a marketing opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to market my work and sell my work. Or are you just sharing your story? So really, it is a personal choice. And I would suggest just maybe not uh, taking that close of a look at what some of the marketing experts are suggesting um, with thinking that there are rules, but at least look at it as like, oh, that sounds cool. Like, yeah, I could totally do that. Or I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, I, I, this is what I want to do, but really it comes down to like, you know, that's why we have our tagline of inspired by the stuff of life, because that for us is a reminder of anything that we post, whether is the stuff of, is life. The stuff of life. Absolutely. And that way we don't get so uh, caught up in the whole marketing side of things. We just share what we, what we do and who we are. Yeah. And I'll share with you guys also social media used to stress me out so much. Like it was so stressful for me. I could never figure out what to post on there. I could never figure out what to say. Most of the time I would just never post anything. Um, and I didn't, I didn't want to keep treating it so serious. Like yeah. I need to have this kind of content and it needs to be like this. It needs to be like that. I realized like, I just want to share what I want to share when I want to share it. I know that the, a, any marketing person would say that's absolute rubbish. You're, oh, oh it, yeah. Yeah. Marketing, marketing people would look at what we do. It's like, you guys, you guys are dumb. Totally. And I'd be like, that's why you do what you do. And I don't do that for a living. I'm yeah. not, I'm definitely not a marketing person. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah. It's, you know, it's funny because like we'll get, we'll get uh, criticized because I say like, well, I don't pay for promoted ads. Mm -mm. You know, I, we, we've never paid for promoted ads. I've paid for promoted ads when I had a market to target. Right. So like specific thing, specific thing, because then I'm like, okay, well, this will help get it in front of uh, people that are interested in buying this kind of t-shirt or whatever. But usually when it comes to the art, the art is so diverse and, you know, it's relative, like it, it's not, there isn't a niche. I don't create niche art. So right. because of that, like I can't target a market and it would be a waste of money for me to pay for promoted ads because it's just going to put it out there in front of random people. Yeah. And I mean, how do you target the market for like emotionally dynamic, empowering pictures? That's a pretty broad right. market. Exactly. That's why I don't criticize people that do targeted marketing. No, it works. Because it works for them. I just don't because my, my, the stuff that I create is very diversified. Mm -hmm. Um, so Esther, and that's one of the reasons that they say like, you want consistency, you want this, you want that, because they're looking at it from a marketing perspective. So the question does come down to what is it that you want to do with your social media pages? Yeah. And once you've, once you've determined that for yourself, I'm either telling my story and just sharing myself and what I'm doing, or I am promoting this thing that I do and I'm going to promote it cohesively and beautifully. Right. All right. And that's, that's it. Hopefully, Esther, we answered that question. I know that, uh, it might, might not have been as clear <laughs> because I mean, really, when it comes down, we're not marketing people. We just kind of do what we do. 
um, because we enjoy doing it. I wouldn't be posting on social media unless I got something out of it myself. And I don't mean sales. I mean the fact that I get to keep a record of what I've been doing and look back at my page. And the only cohesiveness that I see there is like, man, I'm a badass. This is cool. Yeah. Absolutely. What I do is cool. Your, um, your Instagram feed is very cool to look at. Yeah. I will say as a final thought, um, guys, do have sections on your website. Yeah. If you do different types of art, put them in separate sections. It makes the experience of browsing a whole lot easier yeah. for your collectors. Yeah, try not stuffing everything on the front page because it doesn't... A lot of times people will kind of glance over the front page and then go to the section that they're interested in going to. Yeah. Now, if you have one type of art that you're doing, then sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, one page it totally. is all you need. It works. But yeah, the minute you divo- the minute you diverge into other mediums, subject matter, give it its own section. Yeah. I guess our answer was kind of a non-answer in a way. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rafi and Klee with their non-answers. But uh, hopefully it did help at least um, kind of the thought process that we used to determine how we personally handled it. And maybe that can give you some direction as far as what you choose to do. Yeah, Esther, I, in my opinion, um, if you're having a good time doing your social media and it's not a stressful thing, then you're doing it right. Because, uh, really there's no way to quantify some of the results that are out there with people that, uh, don't do the stuff that the experts say and yet they have they end up with a huge following so like really for me it's like a toss a tossing a dime in a hat i don't think that that's the same <laughs> it is now <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that's i guess that's it um i think that's it thank you esther it's a great question yeah esther that's a, that is a great question and it is it's something that i think uh you know gets a little confusing and complicated because everybody is saying to do something different and then some people will say to do this or you know some people will read something that was on someone else's website about what to do with social media and copy that and then put it on their website or put it on their blog mm-hmm. so like you gotta you just 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 do you just do you. <laughs> Absolutely. Whatever that is, whatever yeah. you choose. Remember, you guys, take whatever it is that we say with a grain of salt. We are just talking from our own experience and talking about what it is that we do. Um, by all means, like when it comes to marketing yourself, I think the the most important thing to really think about there is what is your statement overall? What is your mission statement? What is your tagline? Who is it that you are? What is it that you want to put out there in the world? And like, like I said before, for us, it's inspired by the stuff of life. Mm-hmm. So anything that we create gets put out there in our uh, separate social media pages. Right. Anything. And I think that's actually probably the most useful thing that we've said on this podcast <laughs> is determine what your story is. And anything that falls within that story, I feel, is acceptable. Yeah. But really, truly, you guys, only you understand how yourself and your work should be presented. Yeah. Only you know what your story is. And if, you know, if you... If marketing experts are great, but they still have to sit down with you and understand who you are and, and what you what you are about... Exactly. In order to present your work. Exactly. So really, I think getting clarity on 
who you are, what's your story, do you have a tagline? If you do, what is it? What is your theme? I think that is uh, perfect to end on here. Yes. Yes. Again, Esther, thank you so much for that question. That is a great question. And honestly, it's, it's that there's a lot of food for thought there, even just for us in totally. thinking about that. I am interested in hearing, uh, what it is, what's your take on social media? And as far as like answering Esther's questions, let's, uh, let's give her a diverse, uh, thought uh, a diverse mastermind group uh yeah let's give her a diverse mastermind youtube family grouping to some i don't know we're we'll, i'll work on the name talk about what you're doing yeah talk about what you're doing <laughs> if you guys have any questions for us just go to www.rafiandclee.com and there is a four artist section and in that section you'll see a ask rafi and clea question or something like that it says something like that yeah that's pretty close. And that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, you guys. You guys are absolutely freaking amazing. I totally adore you. And if you like this and you want to listen to more like this, just go ahead and click somewhere around here to subscribe. I'm not sure where it's at. And that's it. Say goodbye, Clee. Good day. Adios. Adios.